You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Cushion. Good afternoon. It's 12 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September 10th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Palestinians in the West Bank attempted to launch a rocket from the Jenin area toward the Jewish community on the Gilboa mountain range. The IDF estimates that the rocket was aimed toward Ram On, but failed and exploded inside Palestinian territory. Terrorists from the Hamas-affiliated Al-Al-Bayash Battalion released a video documenting the launch. Searches in the area revealed a launching platform. It was the seventh time in a few months that Palestinians have attempted to launch rockets from the West Bank into Israel. A Palestinian teenager was reportedly killed in clashes with the IDF near the El Arub refugee camp north of Hebron last night. The army said Arab protesters hurled firebombs at an army position, and the soldiers responded with crowd-dispersal weapons and live fire. There were no Israeli casualties. Meanwhile, Israel has reopened the Gaza Strip's main cargo crossing at Karim Shalom after closing it last week when explosives were found in a clothing shipment bound for the West Bank. Israel has offered Morocco assistance in rescuing casualties and sending medical and humanitarian aid following the strong earthquake near Marrakesh that has killed thousands of people. A team from the IDF's home front command is ready to depart, but Israel's deputy ambassador to Morocco, Ayal David, says that Rabat has not yet determined their rescue needs. The death toll from the earthquake in Morocco has risen to more than 2,000, and it is expected to increase further in view of the difficulty in the rescue forces reaching the remote areas that were affected. The number of injured is over 2,000, 70% of them seriously injured. The authorities in Rabat declared three days of national mourning. There were no Israelis known to be among the casualties. The head of Israel's National Emergency Authority, Yoram Laardo, says that Israel, in Israel there are more than 600,000 housing units that do not meet the standard that follow that allows buildings to survive an earthquake with a magnitude of 7 on the Richter scale. He said that these were buildings that were built before 1985 and that most of them were in the north, in the periphery and in Elat and along this Syrian-African rift. He told Khan that a committee of ministers instructed a team of government-directed generals to submit by November a proposal for handling the housing units built on the Syrian-African rift. Protests against the judicial overhaul continued last night across the country. Tens of thousands demonstrated the head of the hearing expected the day after tomorrow at the High Court of Justice on petitions against the reduction of the reasonability clause. At the main demonstration on Kaplan Street in Tel Aviv, former Shin Bet chief Yuval Diskin issued a public call to the heads of the security establishment warning that it was their duty to carefully check every directive from this government now to make sure they comply with the rules of law and the democratic principles. On the sidelines of the demonstration in Tel Aviv, a driver rammed a number of protesters who had blocked the Ayalon Highway, slightly injuring five people. Police detained him, but he was later released when the police said that they accepted his explanation. They had no intention of hitting them, and he had stepped on the accelerator instead of the brake. He was released, and the investigation continues. With the High Court set to discuss the petition on Tuesday, just three ministers have announced they would honor any ruling the court made. These are Yoav Gallant, Gila Gamliel, and Moshe Arbel. Communications Minister Shlomo Karai refused to answer, saying only one should be asking the High Court justices if they intend to respect democracy in the state of Israel. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu met with this morning with the Governor of the Bank of Israel, Amir Yaron, to discuss an extension of his five-year tenure 
or his replacement. Yaron asked Netanyahu to delay the decision until after the holidays and the hearings at the high court so as not to harm Israel's economy. He also urged the prime minister to work to reach agreements on the judicial overhaul for the benefit of the state's economy. Netanyahu, a former minister of finance, has reportedly been looking into candidates to replace Yaron. Israel is set to become a major link in the ambitious project announced yesterday to build a rail and shipping and economic corridor linking India, the Middle East, and Europe. Prime Minister Netanyahu last night pledged that Israel would contribute its full capabilities and experience to the success of the project. The project was announced yesterday by U.S. President Joe Biden at the G20 summit in New Delhi. And it's expected to include the laying of railroad track, hydrogen pipelines, cyber optics, and power lines. Taking a look at the weather, and it will be slightly cooler today with light rain in the north. Tomorrow, warmer, mainly in the south and central parts of the country. Maximum temperatures for the main regions, Jerusalem 28, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 27, Beersheba 33, and Danilat going up to 37 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. <laughs>